Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to the Jill on Money show. It is Thursday, March 24th, and we are delighted that you are joining us today. Actually, we are delighted that you join us every day. Please go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. And that is what Julie did Julie joins us from New Hampshire. Hi, Julie. Welcome to the program. What can we do for you today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. My question I wrote in about was, does it make sense or is it okay to get a home equity line of credit um, to buy a piece of land? Mm, Tell us more. Do you Um, you own a piece of property already? Correct. Yes. we We own a house. I, the, the little bit of background is I've made maybe not great financial decisions over the last few years. Um, so I want to make sure I'm towing the line a bit more. And I also have a new financial advisor who seemed to think that was okay to do, but I got ghosted by my last one. What? Um, so I'm still just a little um, uncertain. Oy, oy, oy. Ghosted by your advisor. That's bad. Was it someone who was ready to retire, kind of? What do you think happened? My understanding was that he was starting his own practice, moving from a big firm to his own. Talked a good talk, said, here, give me the check for the IRAs. They got put in a just a settlement fund account, and then I just never heard anything back. Oh, my God. Um, I reached Somebody from a different state reached out to me. And long story short, I think he did some things that got in trouble with the state. Um, so All right, I'm so good. Fun- That's a good stroke of fortune. All right, let's go back. Well, I'll get some of that information in a second. How much is your primary residence worth, Julie? Um, According to Zillow, from what I see, it's about a million dollars. In New Um, Hampshire? That's got to be a freaking uh, palace, no? No, it's not. We, a few years ago, we bought it. It's a, it's a fixer upper um, on a lake. That's the key, but we bought it for $5.35. Um, four years ago. Four years ago, you mm-hmm. bought it for 500 That's unbelievable. So all those donkeys from Boston moved up there and you got the lake and you got the good thing yep. and this is great. Okay. So on the million dollar property, how much of a mortgage remains? Um, I have a mortgage of $460,000 mm-hmm. um, and the interest is at 2.875% and that's a 30-year fixed. Oh, brother, we can't touch that. That's just too beautiful. You've got a million dollar house. What's with a piece of land? So the the land property itself that we that our house is on is very small. Mm. Um, we live in New Hampshire and we like to play outside. So mm. we have 
um, boats, we have um, snowmobiles, um, there's a, a jet ski coming. Um, there's, we just don't have space on our land to kind of park these different things. We make it work for now, but um, the other piece is it's a nice house on a nice lake, but really I'd like to have a 20 piece of acreage and build our own house down the road, nothing anytime soon, but just, just thinking about 10, 15, 20 years down the road. So Julie, how old are you? I am 40. And you have a spouse? Yes. And how old is the spouse? He is 49. Okay. You got kids? Two. How old are uh, you? Ages nine and 11. And they're in public or private school right now? Public. Is there any money set aside for their college educations? I am just trying to get all of that organized now. So I just opened up 529 accounts for them both. So we got the million dollar house. How much do you guys make um, for, for income right now, um, you and your husband? Uh, 300000 What are you doing for retirement planning besides giving random advisors checks that end up in cash? <laughs> um, I have a 403B that at least over the last few years I've maxed out. Um, there's about $310,000 in it now. It was bigger, but that's where it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, over the last couple of years, I've opened up Um, an IRA for myself and for my husband. So the combined amount of those IRAs is about 43,000 right now. Um, Mm -hmm. And I have it set up to contribute the max um, yearly for both of us. And what about your husband? Does he have a retirement plan through work? No, he stays at home. Oh, he's a stay at home dad? He is. Yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Got it. Any other money, non-retirement money, like money that's, let's first do the emergency reserve fund. How much in there? Um, About $50,000. All right. That seems good. And um, what about a brokerage account? So I just opened that up because I realized I wasn't saving enough. At least I didn't think I was saving enough to think about retiring down the road. Mm. Um, So I have about $5,000 in that now. And my plan is to just automatically deposit $1,000 a month. Okay. That sounds like a good plan. When you look at your forgetting about the vacant piece of land right now, what do you think uh, the $300,000, you've got your income, you're putting money, you're maxing out your 403B, you're putting money into your IRAs, you're going to add money to your brokerage account. When you really look at what you spend, what do you think that number is on a monthly basis or an annual basis? So our monthly expenses um, are, I think are about $7,000 a month. Okay. The land purchase what would it cost you to buy this piece of property that you want to buy? So looking around for that size acreage, I think it would be about $200,000. When you look forward about retirement and we think about saving for retirement, how long do you think you'd like to be able to work? When, when you consider like, oh, I'm going to scale back some or I'm going to really be done, at what point will that occur, do you think? So my goal is to be able to cut down on my hours so I can work just enough for health insurance at 60 mm-hmm. um, with full retirement at 65. Okay. And would you be entitled to any pension benefit? No, I will not. Is there anything else? Is there any debt that's outstanding beyond the mortgage or anything else bubbling around in your financial lives? So one of my not, maybe not great financial decisions was when we bought this house 
it was a bit on a whim. And so we hadn't even listed our other house. And somebody said, hey, you can take out a loan from your 403B for a down payment. So I, mm. I do have that. Um, and that's about $29,000. And I planned, I budgeted out to pay that off within the next 12 months. That's not the worst thing. Not the worst thing? Okay. No. I, thought I mean, I'm not happy about it, but it's not the worst thing. Did you sell, you sold the previous property though, right? Yes, correct. Okay. Yes. And is all the work that you want on your current home done? Like you said, it was a fixer upper. Is there more money to spend to get it where you want it to be? Yes. And that's another conversation that my husband and I have been having more recently that we do need to do some work to the outside. Um, And that probably just based on some water leakage needs to happen this year. Okay. How much do you think it would cost to do what you need to get done? Um, Well, he's, he's pretty handy. So his labor will help out the cost on that. But we're thinking maybe um, $40,000. Oh, that's not bad. Especially compared with the two hundred thousand, you're asking me to contemplate taking out of your children's mouths so that you can have more land to park your toys. Yes, you basically want to pay two hundred thousand dollars for a small shed to put your crap in, or a large one, it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Exactly. This is insane. If you thought borrowing for your four hundred three B to get you into your new home was a bad idea, this makes that look brilliant. This is such a bad idea that I'm going to go down on the mat and beg you not to do it. I'm on my knees right now, metaphorically, because I don't want you to do this. First of all, you're in great shape right now because you obviously have put yourself in a place finally where you're starting to save a lot of money. I have, I have this sense that you have a career that kind of took a while to get going, but you're kicking it now. 300 grand is a lot of money. And you're putting money away for your retirement, which is fantastic. And you are now opening the 529 plans and the brokerage account. Like you now have 20 years to kick some ass. You can do this. Okay. There's no doubt in my mind that you can kind of do what you need to do as long as you don't screw up. And a screw up at age 40 is much more significant than those at 30 and 25. And I think this would be a complete folly to spend $200,000 on a piece of property, get a home equity line of credit, which frankly is going to start costing more money as interest rates rise at a time where you, instead of putting money into your brokerage account, your retirement account, you'll be paying for this gosh darn piece of property. And you know it's going to start costing money and there are going to be taxes involved. And then you're going to say you want to build a new house. If you want to do this, if you really decide, I need a bigger piece of property, you know what you should do? Sell your house and buy a bigger piece of property with a house on it. That's what you should do. You'll pay more for a mortgage. It's going to suck because you'll lose that great rate. But that is what you should do. Because this other stuff is nonsense. Because you're not even getting enough out of this this property. It is really a $200,000 large piece of property to house your toys. You got a half a million dollars of equity and go find yourself a better house. Then you don't have to do the work. But essentially go buy your, I would rather you buy a million and a half dollar house and property and start that way than to spend 200 grand, like it's not improvable at this moment in your life. You cannot afford to actually do anything with this land right now. That's the problem. And it's not even contiguous to your house, right? You're not, it's not like you're no, saying to me, the, it's a but, it's, if it's an abutting lot, there are some way, reasons to do it. But if it's not, then what are we doing here? 
we would be very happy staying where we are for the next 10, 10, 15 years. So this is, this is exactly what I needed to hear. So oh, I really appreciate it. I try to do it with a little bit of saltiness, but you know, I really do want the best for you. I want your children to go to school. I would like that. And I just think you're going to have so much more flexibility. I don't know what's going to happen. I know, Mark, if you're running these numbers, I know you're a little bit worried about that they're underfunded on retirement. But I think they can do it if they, if you don't take a misstep over the next 20 years. I think that you can really get on track to sock away a lot of money. Is there any thought that perhaps your husband would go back to work after the kids, you know, get out of high school? And, you know, what, what's your sense of that? You know, I I am not sure um, what he would do in that direction. He's been dabbling a bit in um, starting up a business um, that he can do from the house, but that that hasn't taken off at this point. So, you know, and I work long days and it's nice to come home to dinner, I will say. Oh, yeah. How's the laundry? Does he do laundry? Because that's big for me. Yes, he does the laundry too. What's the one thing he does that you say, there's no way I'll ever do that? Like, is it laundry? Is it vacuuming? What do you think it is? Yeah, it's it's laundry. He really I try to put my hand in the laundry pile. He's like, "No, this is me." So, yes. I like doing laundry myself. Anyway, uh Julie, don't buy the land. Keep working. Put the money away. Uh where did you open the brokerage fund where you're putting you plan to put $1000 a month? Um so I did it the same place as my IRAs in Vanguard. Great. No advisor anymore, or is there a new advisor? I forgot. Well, so I did bring in. Um, so I just wasn't sure about doing Roth conversions and and things like that in the IRA. So I did um, look for a fee only financial planner. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a couple of meetings with him, and and part of the reason I called is I brought up this land idea. He's like, "Oh, that's not a bad idea." Oh like, my god, what a moron! I think it is. Yeah, you see, um, you knew you knew better. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Mm-mm. then his, his other piece was, you know, I'll do the, the financial planning and then you can bring all of your accounts over to us and we can manage those. And that's because I got ghosted by the last one. I was I was a little leery of that. So I, I think I, that I, that's, I mean, look, a fee only planner doesn't mean they won't charge you or try to get to manage your money. It just means they're not going to charge commissions. So that's number one. Number two, you don't really need that. If you want, if you're going to have your account at Vanguard, Vanguard has the Vanguard Personal Service Advisor, which can help you just with the investment stuff if you want and can give you a little financial planning. But I can tell you right now, as long as you don't do this land deal, you can keep doing what you're doing and not hire anyone to help you. You can keep doing it. And if you feel weak at any point or conversely, by the way, if you get an opportunity, if you like I've heard a lot about people in these kinds of places, like in these small communities, right? You you live near a lake where you kind of know when someone's putting a house up for sale before it goes on the market. And if you get that like little sense, like someone says to you, Julie, you know, Joan and Jerome are selling their house and we know you want a bigger house. You should go talk to them. If you get that kind of opportunity, I'm way more interested. So you call us back when you get that big house opportunity? I will. Absolutely. Julie, thank you so much for joining us. Let us know if there's anything else. Oh, and I will. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you. You've got life insurance and estate planning done? Yes, on both accounts. Yes. Fantastic. All right. Julie, go forth. Do not buy that piece of land. If you are tempted to do something like this and you just need a dream crusher or listen, sometimes I make your dreams a reality. It's true. Sometimes I do. Not always, but You know that sometimes that voice in your head is like, I should go for it. And you know, well, maybe I shouldn't. 
let us help you at least understand the risks. Okay. So go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and we would be more than happy to help you out. Okay. While you're there, sign up for the free weekly newsletter, check out all the great content that lives on the site and check out our other podcast. It's called Eye on Money. Alrighty, do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 